Do you suffer from negative nurse syndrome? Would you like to inject more positivity into your nursing career? Let's talk about negative nurse syndrome and what to do about it right here on episode 160 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me here for months or years. Thank you for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. And remember that this podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. And I want to remind you that if you get value from The Nurse Keith Show, Remember that you can do me a humongous favor by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. There are over two dozen five-star ratings and written reviews over on Apple Podcasts for The Nurse Keith Show, and I would like you to join the party and add your voice to the conversation. Could you do that for me, pretty please? And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, You can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 160. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 160. Anyway, I am thrilled that you're here with me. So let's hop into the studio and dig right into today's topic. On May 21st, 2018, I published a blog post over on my blog, Digital Doorway, and it was entitled, Build a Firewall Against Negative Nurse Syndrome. And I wrote this because so many nurses reach out to me because they are experiencing negative nurse syndrome, and I want to know if you are experiencing it yourselves. And I know as nurses, like I say in the blog post, We see the good, the bad, and the ugly of everyone and everything, of life, of society, of humanity. And in the course of your nursing career, I bet you've encountered belligerent patients and families. You've probably encountered bullies or arrogant physicians or surgeons or uncaring managers and authorities and executives and probably a lot of miserable nurse peers as well. And the question is, how do you stay positive when there's so much negativity around you? And how do you protect yourself against the people who would prefer to drag you down with them, including your fellow nurses? So negative nurse syndrome, in my view, is a widespread condition with lots of depth and breadth and man, it can infect anybody who is susceptible to it. And a large number of nurses and nursing students get infected very, very easily. No matter how popular nursing is, no matter how potentially satisfying that career can seem from the outside, you know and I know that there's a lot of stress out there, there's a lot of negativity, there's a lot of moaning and bitching and groaning and dissatisfaction to grow around, And there's plenty of things to be dissatisfied about, right? We've mentioned here on the show nurse-patient ratios, mandatory overtime, pay scales that aren't keeping up with inflation, all sorts of things that happen in the nursing profession. And you, you might be the most well-meaning new grad or well-meaning seasoned nurse 
But if you are coming face to face with your own sense of jadedness, with your own sense of growing negativity, that gnawing feeling in your gut that something isn't right, if you're surrounded by a bunch of negative Nancys and Davy Downers, then the pessimism of the people around you could really be infecting you by nurse osmosis. And we need to turn that osmotic pressure around so that the positivity is what dominates your personality and your experience as a nurse. So in the show notes, I will have a link to the original blog post. And in that blog post, there's a link to an article about recent research that shows that humans are actually intrinsically wired to be negative. Now, this is a ancient, millennia-old wiring that was basically for our survival when we were pre-industrial and pre-civilized societies where we had to work really, really hard to stay safe. So being wired to the negative kept us hypervigilant, right? But now in the 21st century, that type of innate negative bias isn't necessarily helpful, but our reptilian brain keeps us there. It keeps us focused on survival. And we nurses, myself and you included, dear listener, we are no exception to that rule. Now, we're all slightly different. We all have our different set point for relative happiness or unhappiness. And some of us are better than others at not worrying and not complaining and fighting back against anxiety and restlessness and the ennui that can infect our lives at any given time, especially when under stress. But this is where negative nurse syndrome can really take hold when you're feeling cynical, when you're feeling susceptible to the negativity of others, this is where it can impact your happiness, when it can scrape away at that happiness that you've been creating for yourself, that enjoyment and that inspiration that you brought to your new nursing job gets stripped away like wallpaper getting stripped off the wall of a beautiful room. And you know what? You don't need to allow that to happen and you can build a firewall against it so that you can hold on to your positivity. You can hold on to your optimism and your joy and your inspiration about nursing. That's what I want for you and I bet that's what you want for yourself. And you know, it only takes one negative person to complain and grumble and that person can cast a pall over the entire workplace. Have you ever been in a room with a group of people where there's one person whose drama or trauma basically drowns out everybody else and sucks all the room out of the air? Do you work with a nurse like that right now? Is there a negative Nancy who just basically any room she walks into all of a sudden just feels dark and cold? Like there's some shadow that just got cast across the sun? Well, this can happen when you're on a hospital unit. It can happen in a home health agency. It can happen wherever you happen to work and wherever nurses congregate and when chronic complainers go unchallenged. I don't necessarily want you to turn your back on your colleagues. I don't want you to say, well, I'm not going to eat lunch with any of you because you're all so negative. But In the spirit of self-preservation, I just want to say that 
If there are a lot of negative people around you in your workplace and they all congregate at lunchtime, if you even get a lunch, but they all congregate and they're all bitching and moaning and complaining and gossiping and whatever, you don't need to be around that. You can remove yourself to another place. And I know that can alienate you from your colleagues, but sometimes we need to pull ourselves away from the matting crowd. We need to get away from the people who are infecting our workplace with that negativity so that we can hold on to the positivity, to the optimism that is intrinsic to who we are. If there are those nurses who engage in gossip in the break room, don't spend any time around them. Your other full-time job is to keep that firewall between yourself and the people who are going to drag you down. This is a survival strategy. And I want to say that it is a firewall. It's a force field. It is this ability for you to put this force field around yourself and say, you know what? I am relatively impervious to the negativity and complaints and the gossip around me. I am going to move forward in this positive space because that is why I'm here and I am going to do the job that I am meant to do. And remember, your firewall, your force field, it is spiritual, it is psychological, it is emotional, and you have to erect it to protect yourself. Because those influences you'd rather avoid, you're going to need to actively keep them out. Because look at it this way. How much money and time and blood, sweat and tears and energy and resources did you put in to become a nurse? What did you go through to get through nursing school? What did you go through to pass the NCLEX, to get your license, to keep your license? to interview, to write resumes, to fill out applications, to get the job that you really wanted. And maybe you have that dream job right now, but maybe there are some people there who you feel like could drag you through the mud if you allowed them to. Your defenses against the negative forces around you are your dedication to your work, your desire to live a good life, your personal commitment to being steeped in positivity and optimism as often as you can manage, and to your dedication to your career as a nurse. When you're faced with negative people, when you're faced with negative colleagues and, let's say, gossiping, etc., you can put on your metaphorical blinders you can put your metaphorical earplugs in your ears and you can just pretend you're not hearing the gossip. You can pretend you're not seeing what's going on. That is self-protection and you are totally allowed to put on your blinders and your earplugs. However, I want to give you one caveat here. Let's say you walk into the break room and there's a couple nurses and they are gossiping viciously about one of your colleagues. And this is actually someone you know is a pretty good nurse and a really good person. They're laughing, they're making nasty comments, and they're being super, super unkind. Now, if you feel safe to do so, one thing you could do is say, you know what? I think Melissa's a great nurse, and if you have something to say about the way that she works, I bet she would probably be willing to hear what you have to say. Have you thought of talking to her directly? Now, this could be a risky strategy, especially if those gossipers also tend to be the bullies on the floor, and you don't necessarily want to open yourself up for them to set their sights on you. This could be a tough decision, but defending Melissa 
is part of how you can spread positivity among your peers. I'm not telling you that you have to go confront the bullies, but sometimes we need to speak truth to power, and sometimes we need to speak truth to the disempowered, because those people who are gossiping, who are spreading nasty rumors and saying awful things about their colleagues, they often feel very disempowered. That is internalized oppression. And sometimes if you call them on it, that is enough to shut them up. Now, there's an interesting article that I link in the original blog post, and I'll put a link in the show notes as well at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 160. This is an article from Forbes.com, and they talk about using the nine prescribed magic words for countering some negativity when you encounter it at work. So let me quote. The Forbes article says, imagine you're in a meeting and you hear someone make one of those blanket negative statements like, that'll never work, or this company doesn't care about its employees, or we're just going to get trounced by the competition. The nine words you're going to say are, I'm curious, what evidence brought you to that conclusion? What happens next follows a pretty typical pattern. The negative person might say, oh, you know, we've just never been good at implementing new technology. Or they might say, well, it's just obvious. But regardless of what they say exactly, they typically evidence that there's not a lot of factual basis for their negativity. So voila, there is that quote from Forbes.com. And I want to repeat to you the nine words that you can say when someone is waxing negative. You can say, I'm curious, what evidence brought you to that conclusion? Like if they are disparaging your colleague, Melissa, you can say, I'm curious, what evidence brings you to the conclusion that Melissa is such a terrible nurse? So sometimes when you challenge these types of negative behaviors, sometimes it catches people unawares and they can't actually explain why they're feeling so negative. Now, I want to bring up another situation. Now, I have talked before about bullying, and I just want to say that as much as we want to put on our blinders and wear our earplugs and not notice what's going on, however, there are moments when Like I've said before, our silence is complicity. So if you are a witness to actual bullying or harassment or discrimination, that is definitely your moment to document what you see, to write it down, to get witnesses, and to come out in defense of the person who's being bullied by her peers or his peers. Naming this behavior calling it what it is, may be your best bet to stopping those bullies in their tracks. Remember, documentation is important, but it's also a very powerful statement to make when you can counter that negativity with positivity. When you can come up behind the person who's being bullied and say, you know what? And you put your arm around her and say, you are an amazing nurse. You did such an incredible job with that patient yesterday. Let me tell you the story of what I saw. You can counter that negativity. You can feed that person who's being bullied or harassed. You can feed them with positivity. Tell them such good things about themselves that it takes that bullying and disempowers it. It takes a pin and it bursts the bubble of the bullying and disempowers it and really gives it much less force. I have a sense that you didn't choose nursing for the sexy outfits and shoes, 
the awesome hours or the incredible pay. I'm assuming you're not able to buy a yacht on your nursing salary. And I'm assuming you chose nursing because it's a decent living. It's a great profession on many, many different levels. And it's also a calling. It's something where you probably listened to something deep inside yourself that told you that being a nurse was the thing you wanted to do. I hear from so many people who choose our profession out of a feeling of such optimism and desire to change the world and touch the lives of others. So why should you, why should I, why should the nurse down the street allow other people's unhappiness and pessimism infect us? You chose nursing for your own personal reasons, and I bet that there were some desires to be of service there, to touch other people, And you need to hold on to the reason why you became a nurse in the first place. Negative nurse syndrome can strike you at any time if you're susceptible. And with nursing being a stressful profession, it's easy to understand why you might become a little morose, why you might experience a little compassion fatigue, why you might get burnt out. I know patients and their families can be difficult. I know colleagues can be less than perfect. And I know the healthcare system that we're part of can lead us to feel like we're little cogs in a wheel, you know? It can make us feel jaded. And staying positive amidst all of these powerful, potentially negative influences, it can seem superhuman. And you know what? You are superhuman because you're a nurse. In the blog post that I mentioned earlier, I said that you could picture a nurse angel on one shoulder and a nurse devil on the other shoulder. And these two figures can represent these competing forces inside of you. On one hand is the naive, optimistic new grad that just got out of school, is ready for anything, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to tackle the world, ready to save the world and work with whoever she can to take her positivity and spread it around, right? And then on the other side is the devil nurse. It's the seasoned nurse who's exhausted, who's burnt out, who has lost her compassion, who just sees it as the burden of patients and colleagues and unceasing work. So in the end, remember that nurse angel on your shoulder needs to be the one that is fed and watered and talked to and listened to. Because that is the force in your life that needs to carry you forward. You can become, if you choose so, you can become one of those negative Nancys or Davy Downers who basically does your job, but you complain and you moan and you groan the whole way. You go home and you complain and you moan and groan some more. You develop stress based illness and feel awful about your life and awful about your career. And You basically become one of those battle axe nurses who doesn't know any better, and that's just what you do. You just live that negative, very non optimistic lifestyle because that's how you are. However, I know that you are going to listen to the nurse angel on your shoulder. You are not going to become a nurse like that. You remember the blood, sweat, and tears you put into becoming a nurse. You ask yourself again and again, why did I do this? Why did I choose this? And am I going to sacrifice 
my nursing career on the altar of negativity. And you say, no, to hell with the negativity. I'm going to focus on why I chose this profession in the first place. I am going to remember those moments in nursing school or before nursing school or when I first got out and got my first job. I'm going to remember those moments of those patients who looked at me and said, thank you for being a nurse. Thank you for being here. Or you're going to remember those moments where you made the right call. You did the right thing. You know that you saved someone's life or you touched someone in some way. You held that dying woman's hand and looked in her eyes and you could feel the compassion beaming from you to her and back again. Or that child that you helped through his first chemotherapy and his first radiation treatment. If you can remember those moments, those moments that touched you, those moments where you touched others, that That, my friend, that is where you can hold on to the power of nursing, to the power of the positivity, and remember why this profession means something to you. And you can talk back to that negativity with positive comments and beliefs. And that is the strongest antidote to any of the negativity that's out there. So, my friend, nurse, it is ultimately your decision. Negative nurse syndrome is a really tough thing to fight against. It's tough to overcome, but you need to overcome it. Burnout and unhappiness and compassion fatigue, they are just three of the symptoms of negative nurse syndrome. And there are a lot more that are probably exhibited by many of your colleagues every day. Don't let it take hold. You need to fight the good fight. Fight the fight in your own psyche. Push back against the negative voices, the voices of dread, the voices of unhappiness. Remind yourself why you're here. Remind yourself why you're a nurse. And if you need me to remind you, shoot me an email, send me a text or call me, and I will help you remember why you're here and why you're doing what you're doing. Build your firewall. Inoculate yourself against negativity. Recommit to the career that you envisioned for yourself. This journey, remember, is of your own making. The choice is always yours, and I am always here to support you in continuing to make that choice every day. So there you have it. Thank you for listening to episode 160 of The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. And I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development. Remember, I am on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Join me for the live conversation if you can. If not, head over to facebook.com forward slash Nurse Keith Coaching and watch the videos afterwards. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can join Wendy Davidson and Scott Sullivan in giving just a tiny bit to the Nurse Keith show every month in exchange for the value that you receive from the show. You can pledge your monthly support. I will send you some gifts and thank yous and gratitude in exchange. And to learn more, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Nurse Keith to learn more. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. 
My thanks, as usual, to Tim and his team and to Mark for their wonderful, consistent help. Please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave that rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And make sure you head over to Amazon to check out my latest book, Aspire to be Inspired, Creating a Nursing Career That Matters. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we continue to explore how to take your life and your nursing career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, stay curious, create success, seek joy, and most of all, keep in touch. Adios till next time. This is Nurse Keith signing off from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios. 